hello, hello, everyone. Welcome to the first episode of the Business Banger Spotlight with me, of course, your host, Lady J. So I know that a lot of you have been waiting for me to come back on the airways. I have been gone for a very long time. Um, as I've said um, on the Impossible Radio Show Saturday morning and on Pillow Talk last night, um, I'm excited to be back on air after suffering the brain aneurysm. I am still in rehab and recovery, but I am finally able to speak. So um, this is going to help with some of my cognitive skills and a little bit of the stuttering that I um, have as a, one of the side effects of suffering the brain aneurysm. But nevertheless, um, you all know I'm still going to be banging in business. Hopefully I'm back stronger than ever. I'm hoping to be 100% soon. It's going to take me a while, but I have a... Uh, a very special guest tonight for the first episode of the Business Banger Spotlight. Um, she is one of my fellow girl bosses from the girl boss community. Shout out to all the girl bosses out there. <laughs> um, for those of you who uh, are tuning in for the first time to JQLM Radio, um, or if you want to share with your family, friends, followers, listeners, if you have your own podcast, um, you can download the JQLM Radio app um, from your uh, play stores. You can also get it on TuneIn Radio app or stream a simple radio app. You can listen live from our Facebook page. So if you go straight to JQL and Radio, just click the use app button. You'll tune right in. Um, or you can listen from our website at www.egoentertainmentnet.com. If you miss any of your favorite shows here on JQLM Radio, because you all know we keep it real raw and relevant, then you can catch it on any of the podcast platforms after it has aired live the following day. Um, so that would be Spotify, iHeartRadio, Spreaker, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podcast Addict, Deezer, CastBox, and um, so yeah, make sure that you subscribe and download when you go there um, to catch your favorite show. So I'm going to introduce my guest for the night, um, and her name is Kirsten Brand. Kirsten, are you there? Yeah, hi. Yeah, hi, Lady J. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me on as your first guest and coming back to us. Um, so truly honored and uh, grateful to help out on getting you back on your feet and going. <laughs> Well, thank you. I do appreciate it. Um, can you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself, who you are? I can. So we met on the Girl Boss community, and that means that I am an engineer that became an entrepreneur. I did this because I was inspired by my dog. I'm a fur mom. And uh, I have a product that addresses loud noises for dogs because two years ago during the fireworks, she ran away. Luckily, I was able to get her back. She was found in the neighborhood. Um, but I didn't, I didn't like that feeling that I got, that maybe I'd never get her back. Um, mm -hmm. And so that was terrifying. So I set to the Internet to go see if I could find anything that was out there to help combat loud noises for dogs. I tried some of the solutions that were out there, and they just didn't work for her and, and for me, right? Like there's a little right. anxiety loop that goes on when they're scared and then you're scared, which makes them more scared. Right. So what I did is I invented a noise-canceling device for dogs. Wow. So um, I did check out your website, um, 
and about the noise canceling headphones for dogs. And I thought it was at first I was like, why would a dog need <laughs> a noise canceling, you know, headphone? And then I got to reading a little bit more about your story and I was like, oh, okay, now that makes sense. And that's really cool. Like, yeah, um, I don't think that anyone has ever invented anything like that. I mean, you know, we see clothes for dogs and things to go on their paws and things of that sort, but nobody ever invented anything like that. I don't think anybody ever thought about that. So I thought that was really No, or unique. if they have, if they have, I came up against a lot of challenges in trying to invent this. Like I went to a bunch of different manufacturers and was automatically told no because they didn't know how to do it for a dog. They knew how to do it for a human. So then I had to go and put my, my learning cap back on and basically go back to school myself and figure out what I could figure out from the internet and reteach myself physics and science and all kinds of things like that. And then when I when I got to a point where I thought I was well informed enough to go back to them, I did and I said, You are going to make this for me. Don't worry. I will test it all and I will come back to you with my updates on what I need and that's that's how I got the ball rolling. That's how I got people engaged about how can we make a noise canceling device geared and fit for dogs because in the beginning everybody was confused. The idea was too far out there and just being a, a passionate mom, I was like, no, there has to be a way. I will fix this and, and get it to market. And so just with perseverance and the ability to continue on and learn when people said no, that really also drove me so that I could get this done. So can you tell me what made you come up with that idea versus something else per se? Um, like what? So, so after, yeah, sure, Lady J. After I had um, gone and tried a bunch of different stuff on the web, it really didn't hit me as to like how to tackle this until I was on a plane traveling for my old job, and I have human noise canceling, you know, like your Sony Bose Beats, all of that to make your music sound fantastic. And right. I was on a plane, and since she travels everywhere with me, we were sitting there, and when they close the overhead she jumps, right? Because it's loud and sometimes they have to bang it when they're trying to get the luggage all the way in. And so she'll jump. Mm -hmm. So I looked at her and I just said, huh, maybe I should try to put my headset on her. And I did. And it was very awkward, right? Because it's not sized for them, but it appeared to be working. So then I was like, all right, let me go to the store and buy one that I'm okay with destroying, right? And seeing mm -hmm. if that'll work before I go down this whole path of like, how do I get a manufacturer? How do I get it to the baseline product? And basically it was like, how do I prototype with, with only half the skills that I know that are there, right? Like I knew kind of what the technology was. I knew how to go about um, assessing it, but I didn't know at the time specifically how to build like a chipboard and what um, was the best chip out there and what other things I needed to support this chip until I went back to school and relearned about amperage and the power that needs to go through and all those super geeky types of things that I really like but may bore your audience. <laughs> okay, so tell me, how does it stay on the dog's head? Like what, because uh, we know that um, if dogs feel uncomfortable, they, they'll try to bite things off or, you know, chase, you know, go in a circle, you know, trying to get things off. So how, how do... How does it stay on the dog's head? Like, what keeps them from trying to take it off? 
That is a great question, and I did a bunch of trial and error. <laughs> so my dog will not wear hats or anything, right? She knocks them all off. So I was like, what else can I do? And I was kind of inspired by, like, snowboarders and skiers because all that stuff stays on their head, and they're doing random weird things, right? And And so I was looking at, like, little kid versions of, like, ski bonnets and ski masks and, like, basically just, like, a big sleeve for your head. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, how can I get that plus the electronic to stay on their head? So then I came up with, all right, the Nike wicking material is super stretchy and it won't be smelly. Like, how do I incorporate that? And just trial and error of putting all these things together. It is a four-way stretch material so that it gives a little compression to your dog's head so they feel nice and snug, but not too much where they're like, oh, what is this? Mm-hmm. And so it wraps all the way around the head. There's no ties or Velcro or anything. It's just very easy to slip on. And nine out of the 10 dogs, you know, I'm powering down the mass, but nine out of 10 dogs just kind of sit there and look at you and they're like, wow, this is different. What am I supposed to do? They're not freaked out. They're not trying to rip it off immediately. They're just like, all right, um, this is kind of chill. And then you start talking to them and they're like, I can't hear you as well. So what is going on here? What am I supposed to do? A lot of dogs just then take to it. And the ones that don't so far, I've just been able to offer a little treat here and there. And it's kind of like Pavlov and the bell, right? When you, when you're like, Hey, here's your noise canceling device and a little treat, then, then they become very accustomed to it. And the three dogs that I have in my house, yes, three, um, Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm a fur mom through and through uh whenever i break it out they now assume that some loud noise is coming and they just kind of go to a chill place instead of (laughs) like my one dog used to run and go to the bathroom all the time and go hide in the shower one would hide under a table now they're very just chill about everything and that makes me feel a lot better because one used to just shake like no tomorrow and so now just to see her chill on a couch like it's a humongous win Oh, okay. So that makes sense. I, I I guess that would help it stay on the dog's head and keep them from being able to take it off. Um, yes, it does. Mm-hmm. So we know that there are dogs with many types of ears. So you have dogs that have floppy ears, dogs that have ears that stand straight up, dogs that have clipped ears. How do, is your uh, product one size fits all? How does it cover up the ears? Uh, like Uh yes so there are three sizes to the product the small is like the chihuahuas and the yorkies and like kind of your like little purse dogs Mm -hmm. the medium is pretty much everybody from you know like your small uh, little westies and bichons and cute little little dogs all the way up to like smaller goldens and smaller labs Um, because it does this stretching material does allow for uh, four ways and to get it around multiple size heads. And then when you go to the large, it's more of like your really big heads of like bulldogs, Great Danes, um, German Shepherds. And so, like you said, all of those dogs have either floppy or pointy ears, right? And so I really went about how do I design this so that the electronic itself that is doing the noise cancellation into the dog's ear, how does it best fit with all of those different structures of ears? And so 
what you need to do is that there's this cutout that's inside the headset that you have to pull the ears up and through. Okay. And then that way, this electronic rests on and into their ears because their ears are shaped different than ours. They're kind right. of like a little concave triangle mm-hmm. that it, it's shaped exactly for their ear. And when it's all pulled up and they all then act like a pointy ear, then it works. And oh. it's not uncomfortable for them either because when they when they are alert, all of their ears perk up anyway into that more pointy shape, even if they flop. Right. So the ear part of the device sits or rests on the base of the ear where the sound where they can hear the sound going in it right exactly yeah okay Mm -hmm. that so that was that is really cool and innovative of course (laughs) um I know that some dogs are used to it some dog and a lot of dogs aren't I've seen where dogs you know uh, certain noises you know scare them or some of them are on alert and things of that sort um, but do you think that having that device on some dogs would keep them from being able to alert their owners? Like if something was happening, you know, um, say like a, a um, service dog, for instance, for a deaf person. So the dog can hear the yeah. um, the dog can hear thunderstorms and and fireworks and things of that sort, but the owner can't. So, um, how would you, yeah. how do you work through like that, things like that? That's a very good question. So, this is not engineered to have on all of the time, right? So, mm-hmm. there there can be cases where then after the fact, right? Somebody may want to put it on. Um, after the storm has come or, you know, mainly with fireworks, it's more about timing that somebody's going to know that fireworks are going on off after a sporting event or on the 4th of July, there's designated times, but more so about the one, the, the spur of the moment things, right? Like a loud noise uh, right. coming to the house or like the thunderstorms. And so um, eventually I would love to build an app that also works with your phone and the headset. Those are super expensive, like starting at $50,000 if you want it done right and have all the bells and whistles and functionality, um, that eventually I would love to do that to tie in with like your favorite weather service app that alerts you to make sure that also your phone will tell you how charged your headset is. If you need to charge it, give you ample amount of time to do that. Um, and also maybe show you right with like some little gyroscope in there um, that's also used in like pedometers. Is your dog still active? Is your dog calm? Right. So you can kind of track if you're not home too and take away, excuse me, some of that guilt. Uh-huh. So there's a, there's a lot of iterations and innovations that I can do on top of this headset that um, after getting to market and getting some steam, those are definitely things that I'll want to be rolling. will buy in because otherwise if you wait till it's 100% perfect I I would have never launched iPhone right I'd be waiting for 10x to come out right now and and working on all those iterations instead of just getting out the iPhone and working out the bugs and making sure everybody buys into it and that people actually want it right Mm -hmm. because then the best thing about people having it in hand is getting feedback so then you can take that feedback loop and also iterate those innovations that uh, and ideas other people have back into your product to make it even better. I like that. So um, 
we're going to take a break here in a couple minutes. But when we come back, I want to talk about what is your demographic, um, your target audience look like and um, ask you a few more questions. Um, but before we go to a break, I do have to recognize uh, some of our sponsors for Business Banger Spotlight. So Business Banger Spotlight is sponsored in part by Radha Patel, owner of Single to Shadi. This is not your parents' matchmaker. Single to Shadi is a matchmaker service for urban South Asian singles looking to find meaningful relationships without ever having to use traditional dating apps. Single to Shadi believes love is love and their goal is to help you find your perfect match. You can visit www.singletoshadi.com today. That's single to S-H-A-A-D-I.com. Also, another one of our sponsors is Nora Candles. Uh, Nora Candles is owned by Nora. Nora Candles are Arabian scented candles made with non-GMO soy, natural plant-based wax, lead-free wick, and more safe, clean products. The candles are uplifting and stimulate positive energy. To purchase your Nura Candles, visit NuraCandles.com today. Get 15% off when you use the code LADYJ. So uh, shout out to our sponsors, Nura Candles and Single to Shoddy. We are going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll be back with more with Kirsten Brand. Um, so stick and stay.
Attention all artists. JQLM Radio would love to support and put your music into rotation. If you would like your music added to our rotation, all you have to do is send us your music in MP3 format to info.egoentnet net at gmail.com. That's info.egoentnet at gmail.com. And then simply share JQLM Radio with your followers, listeners, and fans so that they may tune in and support you too. Remember, we support you as you support us. JQLM Radio, real voices, raw entertainment, and relevant topics. Hey, it's your girl, Lady J, host of the I'm Possible Radio Show. That's right, I'm back, y'all. Tune in every Saturday morning from 9 a.m. to 10.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on JQLM Radio. Download the JQLM Radio app on your Android or Apple devices. Or get JQLM Radio through the TuneIn Radio app or the Stream of Simple Radio app. You can also listen live from our website at www.egoentertainmentnet.com or straight from our Facebook page. Just click on the Use App button. If you miss a show, download or subscribe on any of the podcast platforms, Spreaker, iHeart, Spotify, Deezer, CastBox, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and more. I'm possible. You're possible. We're all possible. Love y'all. Deuces. Have you subscribed yet to our free online digital interactive magazine, The Ego Magazine? No? Well, head on over to www.egoentertainmentnet.com and subscribe now. This magazine is all about showcasing and supporting excellence in communities everywhere from music, arts and culture, relationships, finance, education, politics, sports, news, and so much more. While you're flipping through the pages, just click on the tents on the pictures that you see and you'll be taken to a whole nother world behind the articles. At Ego Entertainment, everyone is a star. There is something in it for everyone and I hope you are positively impacted by what you see and will continue to support. This is your girl, Lady J, owner and operator of Ego Entertainment and creator of the Ego Magazine. Enjoy. All right, all right, we are back. This is your girl, Lady J, and you are tuned in to the Business Banger Spotlight Show. And our guest tonight is none other than Kirsten Brand. And we have been talking about her new invention um, for dogs, noise-canceling headsets for dogs so that they aren't startled and can be calmed during things like storms and fireworks and things of that sort. Kirsten? Are you still there? I am still here. Thanks for having me again. No problem. So we left off and you were telling us about how the headsets, how the headset stays on the dogs and how it uh, fits 
dogs with many different types of ears and things of that sort. So can you tell me who is your target audience for this particular invention? Yes, people that will love Ponix, the noise-canceling headset, are not only dog owners, but they treat their dog like family members. And so that is very important versus 10 years ago or even maybe eight years ago. The market probably wasn't there yet when people um, still had dogs mainly for guard dog purposes or outside, um, very utilitary reasons for having a dog as opposed to um, the United States and other parts of the world too are changing to where these dogs are filling relationship needs Uh and so like millennials are delaying having families and replacing it with you know a dog to start or empty nesters when their kids go off and move out for college or employment or you know whatever great thing they're doing with their life then Mm -hmm. those parents now are are left with an empty nest and tend to get a dog and have another type of relationship void filled and so these type of pet parents are the ones that are caring and going the extra mile for these dogs and and it's perfect for them to also feel the love and responsibility of being able to do something for their dog um, and in return, right, giving the the affirmation that they have done something because they aren't seeing this dog shake or being startled or even crying. And so for those pet parents, um, we really wanted to go above and beyond and provide a great experience. And so eventually we want to bring about a puptimization team that will then also help us in our innovation and iteration process as we move forward so that people can feel like not only did they buy um, an electronic, right, that's not currently available in market, there's nothing like it, but also that they're starting to be part of a community that can, they can also give back and um, help out where, like you said before, there's a lot of like clothing and things out there, but I'm sure that there are a lot of other great ideas and other uh, product opportunities that people can also come up with for this huge dog market that didn't exist and now does. And so um, it's just another opportunity for, for people to share ideas, feel creative and feel like they're giving back to a community as well as giving back to their own dog. Well, I, I like that. And I think that makes sense too. Um, So it's very important in business to know who your target market is very important because that's going to make or break your sales pitch, you know, your whole marketing plan. Um, You definitely want to know who your market is. And um, I think that uh, dog owners that treat their pets like children um, are a very good target market for this particular type of product. Um, Just because uh, we we know that not all you know, dog lovers or dog owners, you know, treat their dogs like children. Not to say they treat their pets bad, but, you know, they treat them like pets. So um, that probably wouldn't be something that they would be worried about, like, buying for their pet. <laughs> um, can you tell me what okay. what would the cost look like for your product, 
for someone that was wanting to purchase it? Uh, currently, they are $199.99 online. Um, I had gone and run a Kickstarter campaign, and we did not get fully funded, um, which was a little disappointing, but I learned that not a lot of people know what crowdfunding is. Mm -hmm. So I had to manage my own expectations where I thought that that was a lot more prevalent out there. And so now we're actually taking pre-orders and pledges on our own website, which is also a little easier to manage. Um, and being able to see the back end and to rock, talk directly to a potential customer has also helped out a lot, which you couldn't do on the crowdfunding sites themselves. So I learned a lot going through that. Mm -hmm. um, and people wonder, you know, why is it 199 There's nothing to compare it to in market. Is it expensive? Is it not expensive? Mm -hmm. um, and honestly, we basically tried to strip down all the human aspects of a human headset possible that a dog didn't need mm -hmm. to be able to reduce the price from the premium competition that would be out there. If we were a human headset, we would be competing against Bose and Sony and Beats and all of them because we are using the best technology that is out there. But since we were able to strip out a lot of the things that dogs don't need to like communicate back to us or you know they're not going to be touching the side of their headset to adjust the volume um, we'll have one specific volume for them to not hurt their little ears mm -hmm. and so we were able to reduce it from those human high tier price points down to this 199 okay so because there's nothing like it in the market would you say that the price is more based on the technology used to, as far as the noise canceling part versus the actual material that it's made out of? Yes, it, it is directly related to the actual technology and all the testing that needs to be done with the technology, the quality, everything that we have to abide by uh, with the FCC to ensure that it, it is delivering on what we are saying it is, right? So that the consumer is protected, especially um, here in the United States, we have very strict regulations around all that. So most of the cost goes to things like that and making sure that this noise canceling technology uh, is proven and works the way we say it does, because we also don't want to, um, sell you something then that you are disappointed because that is a huge no-no in business right that right. like it, you can't you can't recover from that <laughs> right um so can you tell me a little bit about the technology that you all use is it is it like the beats and you know sonos and stuff like that in sony it is so the noise canceling technology has been around for a couple of decades now, the, the big guys out there have many, many patents and are always working on it from a human perspective of how do we make the music sound the best possible way for the human. Mm -hmm. um, I, I don't really have that challenge with the dogs, right? Because the dogs right. aren't going to tell us if the music sounds a little muffled or, <laughs> right, like right. They, can't, they can't hear the bass drop or something like that, right? They're not going to complain to us. <laughs> uh, and so what I have done with the technology is out there, it is a, a chip, so I'm not violating anybody else's patent. I'm sure and made, made sure I had 
freedom to operate, made sure that, you know, when I did turn in my patent to the, to the government that, you know, they weren't going to come back and be like, okay, you're in violation of this or that won't stand because there's prior art. And so did the due diligence there and was able to take the software and basically turn the knowledge that we have collected data-wise on how to focus for dogs into a trade secret and just developed it specifically for dogs, how their hearing is different, how their anatomy is different, and what they're hearing. And so it's tailored specifically to dogs. If you put it up to your ear, you'd be able to tell that something was going on, but it has much more of an impact for what they're hearing based on how they're different than us awesome awesome I mean I can tell that you put a lot of thought and work and <laughs> and everything into this product so um I have to say you know uh I am very impressed uh kudos to you my hat is tipped to you because I, I know that takes a lot of work and probably a lot of money too as far as I mean we know that patents can take some time you know to be approved and things of that sort and then you have to meet all these regulations and all of this so uh I definitely tip my hat off to you um and also so we know that this show is called business bankers those of you who know me know that I am I love business um being in business development for many years and uh, coaching people in business and I am being a serial entrepreneur myself I am all about uh doing business outside of the box. So just your idea within itself, you know, stepping out and having this big uh, dream and product, you know, that is the first of its kind um, is amazing. So uh, kudos to you, Kirsten. Well, thank you. You know, when you, when you have passion behind your idea, when it fits a need it really makes it easier to keep doing it if you're doing it uh, as a side hustle, if you are doing it as your full time, if you are doing it way too many hours during the week, it still makes it uh, achievable and able to do because you have passion, because you can keep the faith in yourself and then you can just keep going when you, when you truly believe in it. Right, so we are coming down to the last 10 minutes of the show. Um, real quick, can you tell everyone again the proper name for your product, where they can purchase or sure. donate, and how they can follow you? Sure. So the website is ponix.com. That is P-A-W-N-I-X.com. Um, everything information wise is there. If you want to follow us for an Instagram, a Twitter or a Facebook, it is also Ponix, P-A-W-N-I-X. And then we added A-N-C because it's active noise canceling technology. So again, P-A-W-N-I-X, A-N-C. And that's a handle for all three of the social medias. Awesome. So you guys make sure that you go check out, uh, Kirsten's product and if you had any advice that you would give to someone that is you know looking to invent something new a product what advice would you give I would say get your idea down on paper whether you're a words person and want to describe it that way whether you can draw or can't draw try to figure out how to sketch it 
that's the first step about being able to get it out of your mind and onto paper. And even if you don't have the means to actually physically create something, you can then discuss it with somebody else that may have the skill set or the tools, but at least get it out of your mind and down onto paper because then that'll get you to the next step and then the next step. Awesome. Uh, thank you for that, Kirsten. Um, I, I wrestled with inventing something uh, maybe a few years back. Um, I'm still working on it. I don't know if I'm going to or not. So I'm still doing research about it. So that is um, some really good advice, especially for someone wanting to get started. Um, we know that things yeah, you come just, to... you just got to take one step. Start somewhere. Right. Don't think, just think about it. Start. Right. And things come to fruition. You know, you kind of get a little motivated once you get it on paper, too. So... <laughs> yeah. Okay, everyone. Now it is time for our business banger tip of the night. So our business banger tip for the night is um, I saw a question on social media asking uh, what is the difference between being a sole proprietor and an LLC? Why would you choose to be an LLC over being a sole proprietor? Well, so here's the difference. If you are a sole proprietor, none of your personal assets are protected if someone was to sue you for your products or service. Um, so that means your cars, any property that you have and things of that sort, none of those things are protected. Um, if you structure your business as an LLC, which stands for limited liability company, then your company is its own entity. It is not, um, it's not partnered with your personal assets. So if someone was to sue you or, uh, you know, for a product or service that they received that they didn't like, then they could only go after assets um, pertaining to your business and none of your personal assets. So that protects you um, under the legal aspect of uh, the formation of your business. Okay, so that is the business banker tip for tonight. There are many other formations of business and I won't get into those um, tonight, but so to answer the question, why would somebody choose to be an LLC over being a sole proprietor? That is why. Um, please, please, please look into the different formations of setting up your business legally. You can find that at the IRS website, okay? Um, they list all of the different formations of business and tells you and explains to you what each formation consists of, okay? And how it's protected and how it's taxed. It's also taxed differently as well. So we won't get into that either, but um, please look for the Business Banger Help Shop coming up in April. Um, I know that uh, a lot of you know that I used to do it every month, but I'll only be doing it once every three months this year. So if you go to www.businessbangers.com, then you'll see it there. That is your Business Banger tip for the night. And uh, once again, I want to uh, thank my sponsors, Nora Candles and Single to Shoddy. Make sure that you all check them out. If you would like to know more about me, myself, Lady J, then you can go to www.ladyj.co. That's www.ladyj, the letter J, dot C-O. Um, you can follow me on social media, on Facebook. Uh, my personal page is uh, Jacquelyn Tay. That's L-Y-N-N-T-E. 
The first name is J-A-C-Q-U-I-E. You can follow me on my public figure page at Lady J Brand on Facebook. Um, you can follow JQLM Radio there too and Ego Entertainment uh, at Ego Net and JQLM Radio. You can follow me on Instagram at LadyJ.co or uh, JQLM Radio on Instagram or Twitter. Same thing, uh, except for my personal page on Twitter, I think it's JaQ underscore one. That's J-A-Q-U underscore one. Uh, once again, Kirsten Brand of Ponix, she is our was our guest for the night. <laughs> Thank you again, Kirsten, for joining us tonight on the first episode of the Business Banker Spotlight. Thank you, and everybody out there, have a great evening. All right, you all. So we are wrapping up the show tonight. For the Business Banger Spotlight, I hope that you all um, enjoyed the interview with Kirsten Brand. If you have any questions about our guest tonight, please, you can uh, post your comment or question uh, on the Business Banger Spotlight page on Facebook, and I will answer or try to get her to respond um, and answer the questions for you. If you want to, you know, uh, donate to her um, cause to fund this product or you want to purchase a product, please visit her, visit her website, ponics.com. And, um, that's a wrap for tonight, you all. So thank you for joining me and remember business bangers, stay ready. This is your girl, Lady J signing out for the night.